Hello, hello. This is Casey from the Non-Diet Yogi Podcast. The following is a sample of the bonus episode I produce every couple of weeks or so for my Patreon subscribers. You can support my work and have full access to all bonus episodes and other premium content, including resources and other goodies from guests of the podcast, by subscribing for just two US dollars a month at patreon.com slash nondietyogi. Thanks for listening and thanks for your support, which keeps this podcast going without ads or sponsors. I'm lying in the middle of a Nagchampa-centred earthquake. There is music playing, first a Sanskrit mantra on repeat, then Tibetan throat singing overlaid by what sounds like a woman chanting in Buddhist mantras. The music is playing at such a high volume that the floor vibrates. An enormous Chinese gong suspended from the ceiling in the middle of the room is being hit intermittently by one of the two facilitators of this retreat. It is so deeply resonant that it sends shock waves through my brain. The second facilitator walks around the room shaking an Aboriginal rainmaker instrument over the tops of the 30-odd participants' heads. I'm lying on the floor and my eyes are closed. I can't imagine adding yet another sensory input to the auditory and physical overload I'm currently experiencing. But there's more. The main instructor is repeating his initial verbiage over and over again. He's encouraging us to, quote, trust the process, push past the mind. You didn't come here just to lie down. Allow the healing cycle to complete. Find the truth. Around me are the sounds of people in multiple forms of distress. Some are openly weeping. Quite a few are breathing in and out really hard, long after I have stopped following the breathwork instructions given to us at the beginning of the retreat. I open my eyes to get a peek of the room. The woman next to me is shaking her legs about frantically, which, to be honest, I also feel like doing, but free movement was not included in the instructions, and I'm trying to have as authentic an experience as I can by following these instructions. When Shakespeare wrote those words all those years ago, maybe he was prophetically describing the modern spiritual experience. A mishmash of intense breathwork marketed as healing, blatant cultural misappropriation, intrusive eye-gazing, a shit-ton of feathers and crystals, and vegan cacao so strong that its stimulant effect is openly applauded. Said the instructor who I was talking about before, you won't get high like mushrooms, but you'll feel a buzz. Feeling stuff. It's what we're going for here, right? There's a desperate fury to this cacophony of sound and sensation. Such an effort to create the kind of experience where we feel enriched by something unique. Such effort to feel spiritual or to feel anything at all. 40 minutes ago, when this cacophony started, we were given instructions on a form of breathwork I had heard about but never practiced formally, called transformational breathwork. The pitch is this. Transformational breathwork has the power to heal deep-seated conditioning and trauma. 
It is a form of rebirth. Sounds good, if not a bit overpromising. Ten minutes into following the instructions, my fingers and wrists were hyperflexed. My legs were cramping up. I felt lightheaded despite lying still on the floor of this retreat space. Despite the very active breathing, my chest was beginning to tighten in the same way it does when I'm getting close to having an asthma attack and I'm not getting enough oxygen. I recognize all of these signs from one other incident in my life, the time that I had a severe panic attack. I don't want to give up on holotropic breathwork just yet. I know of some people who derive enormous benefit out of it. It's not the form of breathwork I disagree with. It's the use of it as a fancy spiritual accelerator in combination with the fanfare of noise and other stimuli, such as the cacao ceremony, um, which were designed to create this overwhelming and overstimulating experience that hopefully leaves you feeling like something profound just happened. I just felt like I wanted to get the hell out of there and go somewhere quiet. I feel like, although this was the only... um, session of its type I had attended I I'm pretty sure this was a poorly conducted um, breathwork session there were too many people there was not enough personal supervision no regard for medical history and the people who had increased risks and a too much of a this can only be a good thing attitude basically it was just irresponsible But obviously, it's more profitable to charge a room of 30 people in one hit than charge 30 people for one-on-one breathwork sessions. I still want to give holotropic breathwork a go, but in a quiet, calm setting and maybe with just one practitioner and me. If music is a part, surely it doesn't have to be 90 decibels. And can we scratch the cultural misappropriation, please? In many spiritual experiences that you can pay for, whether it's a cacao ceremony and women's share circle, a 50-person yoga and holotropic breathwork retreat, or a 60-minute one-on-one healing session, there's often an additional element of hyper-individualism despite the group nature of some of these um, ceremonies and retreats. And Everything is embedded with deep meaning, attitude, and you're 100% responsible for everything that happens to you kind of vibe. And if something goes wrong, like you have a panic attack halfway through the breath work, or some past trauma is triggered in your healing session that the therapist is not trained to deal with, there's this sense that it's your fault, that you have some baggage you need to work on some emotional barrier you need to break through. Not that the facilitation was shoddy and unprofessional or that your therapist had no idea how to deal with trauma coming up in session. Do we really need all this shit? Do we need this much input, this much intensity to be convinced that we're having some kind of spiritual, transformational, meaningful or healing experience? 
Is our loss of spiritual connection so fucking urgent? Our feelings of boredom and need for more overstimulation so great that this kind of experience is met with wide-eyed wonder and a feeling of, wow, that was intense, it must have been good, instead of, wow, this is bullshit. Is watching a sunrise, doing some gentle yoga or traditional pranayama just too boring nowadays? Too subtle? Too slow to take any kind of perceivable or transformational effect? The male facilitator who ran that retreat I attended appealed to the impatient, results-orientated Westerner in everyone when he praised us for being clever enough to be there that day. You aren't here to muck around, he said. This is the direct route, the shortcut. You didn't come here just to lie down. Oh, but I did. (laughs) But do we really need to deprive ourselves of oxygen for extended periods of time and face dangerous health risks just to feel something? Do we need spiritual sounding things, spiritual sounding smells, culturally appropriated phrasing like a hoe, stolen gods and goddesses referred to as if they were long lost family members, stolen rituals? borrowed from a bunch of different cultures to supplement the already intense breathwork, all in order to feel like we're doing something unique and special? Are we in the colonized West so damn deplete of our own meaningful rituals that we've had to steal others, taking them out of their traditional context and mishmashing them as we please until the desired effect is reached? The desired effect of feeling far away enough from our boring mainstream culture to feel spiritual or like we're doing something radical. It seems so adolescent. In desperately trying to cram meaning taken from many different cultures, presumably to fill up the void of meaning we feel in the vacuum of organized religion, more traditional forms of spirituality, or maybe a personal carefully developed system, The experience or the typical kind of manufactured, paid-for spiritual experience that we can access these days often becomes a tale of sound and fury, signifying nothing, to quote Shakespeare. At the end of the day, I can only speak to my personal experience. And to me, this particular cacao yoga transformational breathwork retreat was one of the most meaningless things I have ever witnessed. Thank you.